Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with Levana Loma with forourrights.org. She's uh, calling from uh, Hawaii, and we're going over some of the tyrannical laws that are happening uh, with the COVID restrictions and how Hawaii is. Uh, still one of the only states with mass mandates and so many other things that we get into on this podcast. It was a great pleasure to have her on. I really enjoyed it. I hope that you guys enjoy it as well. Check it out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, and I'm joined today by a special guest, uh, Levana from forourrights.org is that correct yep you got it and uh she is a warrior princess or queen should i say she told me she's a leo so she's got to be a queen she's a lioness <laughs> uh but every time i go on instagram i'm seeing videos of her squaring off with 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 you know police in the airport or yelling at politicians or dropping knowledge on laws and, and amendments and, and things like that. And I just kind of wanted her to uh, drop some knowledge on you guys. Um, and I don't know if it's just all Hawaiian or if you've gotten into federal law as well. But um, Levana, it's, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. My um, pleasure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, I'm in Hawaii. I was born and raised here. My name is Levana Loma. And, um, you know, so I, I, I used to be a hairstylist and I, I'm a mom. And when all this COVID stuff hit, and I pretty much could see the writing on the walls since I've been studying this sort of stuff for a long time, I knew I knew that something had to be do, done. I knew that I had to take action, that I had to, I had to try to you know, to, to, uh, restore freedom and the rights of the people. And, um, so I created, I got together with some people and we started getting out on the street and protests when we were supposed to be fully on, you know, strict lockdown. And, you know, and I said, Hey, no, you know, we have a first amendment right to be out there and, uh, we're not going to stay in our, in our homes to save lives. And, you know, meanwhile, all this is going on in Hawaii with absolutely zero, actual cases of covid when they declared a state of emergency here for the for the state of hawaii there were no cases we had absolutely no covid here well and, it is a very uh, blue state isn't it yeah oh yes absolutely i'm not a registered voter but i have a hard time with with the uh, the the liberal democrats these days as an outside observer yeah oh god i tell you i gotta say it really is more you know how they say it's really liberalism is a disease it's becoming ever more apparent to to, to me on a daily basis that that is absolutely true i and mean it, 15 years ago it was the conservatives because i hated the bushes right 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 i know well and you know the thing too is honestly it's not even like we we gotta we gotta get out of being trapped in this like you know blue red yes. paradigm left right paradigm really it's about it's a, it's about good versus evil. Yes. It's about Satanists, you know, versus God. Like, I mean, it's just, we really are in the middle of a spiritual battle right now. And, um, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is a lot of these policies, a lot of this stuff that's evolving is really like, it's really like to try to erase God from oh, the picture, 100%. you know, and, and even, you know, with our constitutional liberties being denied of us, I mean, the entire constitution and, 
you know, and the concept of uh, law in America is based on biblical law. It's based on natural law, you know, yes. God, God's law and the laws of nature. And so ultimately that's, that's really, that's really what I see going on here is, you know, this attack on, on um, the people's liberties and, and, and the attack on, on God and our connection to higher source, you know? So, um, but uh, yeah, so we, we have, uh, we, we've been fighting this, not just um, locally in the state of Hawaii, but also, like you said, um, you know, in a federal court too. And, uh, and, and we're actually in the process right now. We've already brought two lawsuits, um, one of those being in a state court. And um, I'll share some details in a minute. But, uh, and then also a federal lawsuit against the mask mandate for being totally unconstitutional. But we are also now teamed up with um, the nationwide effort known as Make Americans Free Again. It's a movement that started in Ohio by Pam Popper. So mm. we've become actually the, the Hawaii chapter, and we are teaming up, getting our attorneys connected with um, other attorneys actually throughout the entire world that are also working on bringing like these big lawsuits that really get at the heart of the problem to expose that there is no true emergency and that all of this is, you know, crimes against humanity. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so we're excited about uh, working on, on getting another lawsuit filed soon in the state of Hawaii. I'm actually currently in the process of, uh, you know, trying to help get that move, moving that along to get filed here uh, very soon because, you know, we have all the data, we have all the, you know, the, the evidence and we know we know at this point you know that COVID-19 has never been a serious public health emergency a major threat we know that you know most people uh either don't even have symptoms at all or if they do they recover without incident unless you're really old or already sick yeah and, yeah so well the really so disturbing part about that is that um you know I'm in my mid-40s I eat really mm -hmm. well. I'll, I do fasts a lot of times. You know, I do cleanses. I train martial arts regularly. Um, and um, for me, what this whole thing was, is it seemed like all these really unhealthy people that didn't give a shit about their health, you know, before COVID, that were snapping sodas and eating pizzas all the time, that, that already had pre-existing conditions, that they got and they didn't change their lifestyles, these really unhealthy people were like, oh, well, we want you to get unhealthy with us and you need to wear mm -hmm. a mask. You need to put yourself in an anaerobic environment and, and huff right. your bacteria all day and you need to stay indoors and you need, you know, and it's just like, for what? Because your fat ass was lazy <laughs> and stupid and you didn't want to change your lifestyle when you got cancer. That's not my fault, you know? Hey, in, in, in nature, Natural law, guess what? The weak members of the herd die off because they bring the, down the rest of the tribe. And I'm right. sorry, like, I don't wish that on anyone. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you were lazy and stupid, hey, that ain't my problem. You know, I'm not here to, I'm not going to pretend because it's politically correct that, you know, if, if we could just save one life, like, I don't give yeah, a fuck, right. dude. Like, because yeah, most yeah. of these people that are saying that shit to me are dead weight in our society. And, and they want to lock us down and they want to support whatever the government says. So, you know, you either take your health into your own hands at this point because you can't trust the medical industry, clearly. You know mm -hmm. what, what they say: the third leading leading cause of death in 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 the in the country is medical malpractice and misdiagnosis and faulty surgeries and procedures and stuff like that. So clearly, the medical 
system is failing us. We can't trust the media. They're lying to us all the time. You can't trust any of the data on COVID because, hey, they, they've got their this echo chair chamber that they're spinning out all this stuff they won't let you know anything about harmful vaccine side effects so oh yeah it's like we yeah and if it goes against their narrative you're not going to hear it you yeah yeah we've got to be our own doctors and when people that are like they don't give a shit about their health all of a sudden start pretending that they cared about their health i'm just like dude like you know i don't even i can't even hear you son you know what i mean Mm -hmm. oh yeah no, I totally agree with you. I mean, these people, right? It's like they all of a sudden, uh, it's my responsibility to protect their health when they're the ones that never took care of their health to begin with. And if you look at like, if you put it in perspective, and you actually look at the numbers, um, and, and even even with the, uh, um, the fudged numbers that they're giving us, still, when you look at the numbers, to think that it's okay for us to completely destroy everybody else's lives, you know, to protect this very small percentage of people that are, you know, that are that were gravely affected by something like this, you know, because of their own decisions or just because of the fact that they're old. I mean, that is just life. That's just how it goes. You know, there's always going to be certain people yeah. that are more susceptible and more, you know, more at risk. But that doesn't justify that everyone else has to suffer and, you know, close down their business and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, compromise their own health by wearing a mask when we already know it does nothing to stop the spread of a virus. So, yeah, we got to destroy 90% of the world to protect uh, Johnny's great grandma. Like, exactly. hey, grandma's right. dead, son. Like, it's either her or the whole <laughs> tribe. She's, you right. know, she's got to go. I, you know, yeah. and, and you look back at like tribal law in like, I mean, even even in prison, like they, they, they got a lot of natural law stuff going on there. You look back in history, you know, if if your brother was was like ruining the hunt or, or destroying the harvest or, you know, being loud and, and causing attention that, you know, maybe the enemy tribes could see you. Hey, they were going to come up to you and say, hey, dude, you got to do something about your brother or, you know, I don't know what to tell you. And. And you got to let him know. And and if if your brother didn't shape up, then they were going to come back to you later with a spear and say, he's your brother. You got to take him out of that forest. And, and, you know, because it's him or the rest of the tribe. And if you don't take him out, we're going to take both of you guys out. Yeah. And that's that's the real deal. And people, Mm -hmm. they've forgotten about that. You know, it's the same thing if you're in a pack of wolves and you're eating out of turn or messing the hunt up, you're going to get your throat ripped out by the alpha. Right, right, exactly. And that's the whole concept of natural law and the laws of nature. And, and you know, and that's how that's that's what that's the way that's just the way it goes, um, for sure. You know, so, um, but people's yeah, people's perception have been so, so hijacked. So I've seen this video of you in in your it was probably like two or three months ago, maybe a little longer. And mm-hmm. you were you were in the airport and they were trying to tell you you had to quarantine or you had to take a test or something. And I, and I see you were arguing with like the police there. (laughs) Can you, can you give us a rundown on that and just kind of what you said and the laws? Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's, yeah. So uh, one of my current uh, legal actions right now is that I wound up, uh, I wound up going toe to toe with the police over here, but let me start at the beginning. So I went to, I went to a freedom rally. It was the worldwide rally for freedom that we did on Oahu. So I live on Kauai, one of the neighbor islands. So I flew over there and um, when I, and I, it was a great event, but when I came back, they had um, 
uh, in Hawaii, they at the time they they've since lifted the restrictions for inter-island travel, but at the time they were demanding that unless you get a, co a negative COVID test, uh, you know when you're traveling between the islands, that you have to quarantine for for 10 days um, upon you know your arrival. And so, you know, I'm not about to get no COVID test. I don't trust those things at all. And I'm not going to play their Hell games. No. I'm not going to submit to this medical tyranny when I have a constitutionally protected right to freely travel. And so that's um, the 14th I, Amendment, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The 14th Amendment. Um, yes. And just the concept of, you know, having a right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness and and and, and the concept of you know, free movement, that we have a fundamental right to freely move about and not be arrested or deprived of our right to move about and without due process. And, um, and that's what this whole asymptomatic carrier thing does, is it completely removes people's rights to due process by making you automatically guilty until proven innocent, yeah. you know, health, uh, sick until proven healthy. It's completely backwards. And so I let them know ahead of time. I actually sent affidavits to the governor, to the mayor, to the uh, Department of Health, all these different, even to the court, letting them know I intend to travel and letting them know that I know my rights and I know the laws and that in order for any quarantine order to actually be legal, there has to be proof that they, they have confirmed that you are actually sick. And, and then on top of that, the Department of Health at that point would have to go to a court and actually get a court order for you to be quarantined because they know that you are, in fact, carrying a communicable disease, right? So so basically, then, and this is all— And then they have to violate HIPAA laws to get all that information, right? Well, you know, um, possibly. I mean, that, that that is another question, and that's something that's definitely questionable. But even regardless of that, like, the idea is— if they're going to legally quarantine somebody under, you know, the Constitution, under state laws, there has to actually be proof and they have to notify you that you even that you have a right to contest it, that you have a right to say, hey, I don't agree with this. And then the state would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they actually, you know, have a justified reason for quarantining you. So I, I, ahead of time, I prepared, you know, for it to be met with opposition at the airport. And I let them know that I don't agree with this and that I, you know, that I have rights that you guys are violating. And because they, because they never responded and never gave me my um, opportunity to con contest, you know, they never granted that to me um, in my affidavit. I told them I, that would, you know, that that would lead me to believe that there is no court order and therefore there is no justification for any quarantine and that they can't do that to me legally. And uh, the officer at the airport was pretty dumbfounded. He really, he's, you know, it was, it was really great actually because he did not know how to deal with me. He said I was the per first person that's ever done anything like that, which I'm sure I was. Yep. And, uh, and I, you know, initially he threatened to arrest me if I didn't sign their paper. Yep. And when I turned around and told him, you know, I know my rights and you actually are breaking the law right now. And I'm going to serve you with a notice of liability and take you to court for violating my rights. And suddenly his whole story changed. And all of a sudden he said that I could refuse to sign and they actually like escorted me past 15 National Guard, yep. and um, and I was out the door without agreeing to any of their quarantine orders, and uh, 
it was definitely a, an empowering experience, but um, I will tell you that uh, I, I certainly, if I wasn't already on the list, you know, at that point, the, the, these, go, the, these government uh, actors, you know, I suddenly, yeah, became a target and they, they weren't about to let me think that I could actually just get away with that. And they wound up coming to my home and arresting me for uh, violating quarantine orders and, uh, and, and, and get this, they didn't just arrest me once, but I got arrested twice. And um, it was, you know, because I told them the same thing, you guys have no authority to do this to me. I'm not gonna submit to this. And, um, you know, and you are, you're violating my rights to due process and you are unlawfully arresting. The first time I told him you're unlawfully arresting me and that, you know, this police officer is depriving me of my rights under the color of law, meaning that they are acting as if they have the authority based on something that they want to call law, but it's in violation of the constitution, which is the supreme law of the land. And therefore- yeah. It's a total, it's a criminal act. And, uh, and, you know, so, so they came back though a second time because I did not stay in my house and I, you know, was being watched and targeted. And so, so now, yeah, so now I've got, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring legal action against the state and against, you know, against all of these people that, that, uh, you know, unlawfully arrested me and um, deprived me of my rights. But I also, in the process of all this, now I am being charged with criminal charges um, in the state of Hawaii. They've made it a um, a misdemeanor charge, uh, felony, not not felony, sorry, misdemeanor, uh, up to a year in prison and a five thousand dollar fine. So now I have to defend myself in court because uh, trying to act like a healthy American who has a right to travel freely is a crime in the state of Hawaii, apparently, right? So. Well, it's um, it's yeah. it's so funny that what they're doing is they're trying to they're trying to put rules and mandates and guidelines in front of law. It's like, OK, these are your little guidelines and your little rules. They, they you know, but I'm I'm exercising the law. So your rules, your little fairy tales don't supersede the actual right. law. Right. Yeah, right. that's what, yeah, that's the, the like that's the what the violation is acting under the color of law, where yeah, if there's any sort of statute or ordinance or mandate or whatever you want to call it, you know, um, that that is in direct violation of our constitution, it is absolutely it is automatically automatically null and void, and uh, and people who want to act like they have the authority to deprive you of your rights based on this idea that that it's, it's the law that, you know, that is punishable by, by prison up to even in some States, if there's a death penalty and you commit a, a crime like that and somebody actually dies, you can be sentenced to death for acting under the color of law. So it's serious stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy because a lot of people don't, you know, it, that's, that's the thing that we have seen over and over in all of this is, you know, this concept, this idea, these people want to believe, that just because the governor issued some executive order saying we got to do this or got to do that, that it's the law and it's not, it is not the law, you know, it's an executive uh, order, not the law. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And even, and, and laws in general, I mean, the laws are, you know, passed through legislation where we, there's the whole lawmaking process. The people get to have a say in this process. 
and then you know and and it goes it goes through the legislature and it can be vetoed or not you know all of that stuff is supposed to happen before you can actually even call it a law but then on top of that you even throw in the fact that even if something gets passed through the legislature but it totally is in violation of our rights under the constitution then it still is not <laughs> it still doesn't count it's still not not uh not you know it's 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 not the supreme law the supreme law is the the constitution so it's a sad thing though because it feels like uh you know we're we kind of the only thing that really died from covid is the united states constitution sometimes that's the way it feels but we're going to try and do everything we can to resurrect it <laughs> well there's um i just had a guy named uh, jeff wiseman on my podcast last week he's out in california fighting like you are, he just served, um, I believe, an affidavit to Trader Joe's um, for forcing their in employees to wear masks during their shift. But after they get off their shift, they can walk around the store without a mask on and shop and spend their money at Trader Joe's. Right. That's and, ridiculous. Yeah. And um, he also was followed around Ikea by management and, and like six employees. And his videos are similar to yours. And he was telling them, no, I'm not going to wear your temperature device. No, I'm not going to wear a mask. No, I do not have to. Very similar to yours. And just like that guy up in Canada, Chris, I forget his last name. Chris Sky, yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris Sky. You know, and it's like when I see you guys doing that, um, I'm just, I'm blown away. And, and you know, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not like traveling all the time. I used to, you know, pre-COVID I was traveling a lot. I'm a tattoo artist uh, by trade. So I would travel a lot and tattoo in different places. Um, but um, I haven't, um, I haven't had like any run-ins with anyone yet outside of like a couple of people trying to tell me why, you know, I need to wear a mask. And, and I think they're used to people like bending over say, Oh yeah, you, no problem. Like I right. will be standoffish too. And, but, um, yeah, I'm always like, like, so like in, inside my heart, just jumping for joy when I see your videos or Chris guys videos or Jeff's videos and saying, Oh my God, thank God. We still have people with a spine that know <laughs> law and, right. and that, that have the nerve to, to search for this stuff. So right. you're gonna go to you're gonna have to go to court now to defend yourself. Yes, yes. So now we have yeah. So we have a huge case now going, and uh, you know basically that's what it is. They're bringing the the state of Hawaii is now bringing criminal charges against me for uh, you know for violating uh, the, the the mayor's rules and uh, um, during COVID nineteen. And um, but I have a team of lawyers helping me out, and yes. in fact. We have, yeah, we have some of the best lawyers in the nation that are that are ready to help with this. And it really is a blessing in disguise, I'll tell you right now. Because, yes, it is. Yeah, because it gives us an opportunity to force the state to provide discovery to us where basically in order for them to justify and, and, and convict me, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that I am, in fact, a criminal, that I yeah. could, committed a criminal offense. And we all know I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything criminal whatsoever. There was no victim, first of all. And second of all, I have a constitutionally protected right to freely travel. Yeah, you're and the nowhere, victim. 
Right. I was the victim in this for sure. And, uh, you know, so it's just a matter of us getting that opportunity now to force the state's hand and essentially, you know, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to have to, we're going to make them try to have to prove that, um, you know, that, that quarantine of healthy people makes any kind of sense, you know, from a scientific standpoint or also from a legal standpoint in regards to the rights to due process. And, you know, this idea that you have to prove somebody is sick before you can restrict their movement and, you know, try to say they have to quarantine. So, um, you know, so, so it's, it's really an opportunity for us to, to expose that, you know, that there is no state of emergency and there certainly isn't one in Hawaii, especially not where I live. Um, Ron Kauai, I don't know if you know, but we've had a total of two so-called deaths from COVID, which are, you know, questionable. Now, really. One of them was a car crash, right? Yeah, something like that, right? And uh, yeah, and so there is no statistical, tangible proof. There's no data to back up this idea that there's some kind of public health emergency. And, um, and there's no scientific data as far as the asymptomatic spread goes, which is at the heart of the problem behind all of this. I mean, in, in conjunction with this PCR test, that's a total fraud, but, you know, but the asymptomatic carrier stuff is, is not proven. It is something that prior to the year 2020, we already knew, and we've even heard Dr. Fauci himself say that, you know, that asymptomatic people are not the driver of an out, an outbreak. And of course that's common sense, right? Uh, healthy people don't spread disease. And, <laughs> and, if, if, yeah. And we had the the inventor of the PCR test say that they were misusing his PCR tests and then lo and yeah. behold he vanishes or dies within a couple of months of saying that. Absolutely. And, and he came out banging on Dr. Fauci saying that he was behind the death for um you know using that um the the medication on the AIDS patients and right. killing all them. So the guy yeah. that created the PCR test said that they were misusing my test. And mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci is a scoundrel and a liar, and he's yeah, behind yeah. the genocide of all these people during the AIDS epidemic. And how the hell is he still, you know, practicing medicine? Well, we know why they're still practicing medicine, because the bigger of a scoundrel you are, the higher you rise in this system. Yep, yep, exactly. That's how it works. You and know, and you- Fauci's a Jesuit, so. <laughs> uh-huh. That's an important point right there. Absolutely. I know he he's definitely big big time in in it you know in with the big boys, and uh, yeah that whole that whole AIDS scam was the same exact thing you know they did they did the same thing where they used the PCR test which you know the Carrie Mullis said if you're looking for something and you can find anything that yeah. you want to find using that test, and they also did a lot of the same stuff too where they would have doctors telling. Um, they, they told the doctors to look for any number, like they had a huge list of different possible symptoms to look for, and then they could label it as AIDS and, um, you know, and put that, that label on people so that they could pump up the numbers. And it was all about selling, you know, getting, selling pharmaceuticals and pushing pharmaceuticals on the people with that um, AZT stuff. And uh, same thing we're seeing now with the, the whole COVID, you know, this, uh, this big pharma agenda to push their you know, their vaccine on everybody. It's, it's phenomenal too, you know, like the, the, 
the idea that, you know, they've convinced so many people. Well, I, I think that they've not convinced as many people as they're trying to make. Us I think believe, only but... 30 to 35 percent of, of the country is going along with it. And the media is yeah. making it look like it's 90 percent. I think you're right about that, too. I yeah. really do. I, I think, I think this... a lot of of, uh, again, nonpartisan. But I think uh-huh. even a lot of liberals are, are starting to wake up. Yeah, I agree with you. I will say that, you know, even though some days I feel like, man, we are just never going to get there and people are so, so lost and so ignorant. But really, I feel like we are. We are starting to wake up more people. And, uh, you know, they're they're coming over to our side. The longer this goes on, I mean, that's the the one good thing about it is that just, you know, time is on our side. The, the more this goes on, the more people are scratching their heads saying, you know, something doesn't seem right yeah. here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, over here, they're talking about a whole nother school year now of forcing our kids to wear masks and pushing the vaccine on the youngest ones. And like, so it's horrible. Just, it is, it's really bad. And, but I think that, you know, I feel like a lot of people are starting to be like, okay, so yeah, we, whatever happened to two weeks to flatten the curve, like, when does this mask stuff end? Are we really going to wear these forever? You know, like. That's the, yeah, well, that's it's, one of the... It's so bizarre with the masks. It's like, you know, like all these people that are like masked marauders, like they didn't give a shit two years ago about wearing a mask during the flu. And now all of a sudden Wait. it's like for a virus with a 99.9% re- recovery rate, they want us to mask up like we're about to get bombed with, with, with DDT or something. <laughs> And, right. and I'm just like, dude, like, you guys don't see what's wrong with that. It's like, how fragile are you? Like, how, you know, take your vitamins and supplements, eat better, maybe exercise a little bit. Don't allow fear to, you know, deplete your immune system. And yeah, just yeah. just realize tomorrow you could get hit by a bus. Right. Yeah. I know. If you spend your whole life uh, fearing death, are you really living like this? This paradigm is it, it's so backwards. I mean, and, and people are forgetting like we've you know, we've lived with viruses since the beginning of time. We've dealt with, you know, flu season after flu season. We've had, you know, what about when we had the swine flu and all of yeah. this other nonsense? We didn't freak out about wearing masks. And now all of a sudden you've got these people that want to push this this idea that, you know, oh, the only way to de- to defeat this is to wear a mask until you get vaccinated. Well, and then the real kicker is even even then they told us you got to wear the mask until the vaccine gets here. The vaccine gets here and nope, sorry, we lied. You still got to wear the mask and social distance, right? Like nothing makes sense anymore. Well, it's- here's the here's the <laughs> real fucking crazy thing is yeah. The the society or the politicians and science who's working in 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 in, in cahoots with the politicians because they're on the same stage, uh, Dr. Fauci and Deborah Burke and all them, you know, because people are like, well, I don't trust the politicians, I trust the science, and I'm like, the scientists are on stage with the politicians, they're working yeah, right. together, wake up, but they want us to believe that you know these people that. Uh, or behind bombing villages of innocent people, uh, collapsing economies, putting pesticides in our food, poisoning our water, you know, destroying water in Flint, Michigan, behind the Tuskegee experiments, mm-hmm. and doing the most darkest, horrific stuff, all of a sudden care about our health and safety for, for a virus with a 0.032% 
fatality rate. It's like, yeah. like, dude, like these guys are like serial killers on steroids and you believe <laughs> that they care about you? Like, right. get it together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, that's that's so true. It's like, you know, how many times have we proven in the past that our government is corrupt and that they lie to the people for an agenda and that they're trying to poison our air, you know, with the chemtrails and, you know, the ge genetically modified foods we know is causing or, or even stuff like Roundup, you know, being yeah. proven to cause cancer. And, uh, you know, so there's all these different ways fluoride in the water is, you know, that's a known neurotoxin. And yet yep. they've convinced people it's going to somehow be, you know, helpful to your health. It's amazing. And yet, you know, they still can't see. They still want to believe that, yeah, that what they're doing, that they're trying to protect public health. That they really care about our well-being and our health. And They and, care about profit and they care about control. And that's the bottom line. And even past pandemics and all this crap you know these viral outbreaks and stuff like that like when you really get in and you study about this stuff there's a few things to consider number one uh are you sure that it was a pandemic number two what was the health of the people uh like if you look at like when they gave the natives poison blankets i mean this right. is well after they slaughter their family members in front of them they make mm -hmm. them walk miles and miles starving and, and, and sleep deprived and, you know, out, out of their home and, and they're freezing. So their immune systems are crashed and then they give them poison blankets. It's like, yeah, like these guys were on death's doorstep. Of course they got freaking smallpox. I doubt that if you showed up, you know, when they were living in their native land, eating fermented foods and their immune systems were high, that they would have, you know, gotten sick for any longer than two weeks, but instead they died because their immune systems were collapsed. And the same thing with, like, polio, you know? People are like, well, what yeah. about polio? It's like, well, po polio's a virus, so it's, it, it's based off your immune health. If you have a strong immune system, you're probably going to get cold to flu-like symptoms for, you know, a week to two weeks, and you're going to beat it. But if your immune system is down... Right. You're going to get polio. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another t thing, too, is the whole polio argument. Like, people think that, so if it weren't for vaccination, we would have never eradicated polio. Well, the truth of it is, is that polio was never eradicated. What they, You know what they did is they renamed it. There's all kinds of different names now for it. Like, um, oh, God, what is it? Uh, 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 gosh, I can't think of it now. But uh, Guillain-Barr syndrome and... Uh, there's another one that's on the tip of my brain, but yeah. So basically they did not ever eradicate polio. They, they told doctors to start re you know, relabeling it other things. And really the only reason why we've ever seen any, you know, any um, less number of, you know, cases of any kind of disease is because of improvements in sanitation and hygiene. And it really, like you said, it's, it's all about, you know, immune function. It's all about the people's health in general because they're getting proper nutrition or you know they're they're living in a more um sanitary environment but this whole yeah this whole vaccine agenda i mean ultimately it's it's never saved not one life there's no proof of that whatsoever and if anything it's it's you know it's been at the heart of a lot of you know like childhood cancer um autism autism it's, yeah yeah it's crazy did you see vaxxed 
I did see vaxxed, yeah. I mean, vaxxed. can you believe that four or five years ago, the CDC had, like, a, you know, one of their top, you know, people come out and and openly say, oh, my God, I can't believe we vax- vaccinated all these kids. This was a horrible mistake. I feel so terrible that I was, that I helped push this bill to do this, and now all these kids have autism, and I can't believe we did this. And, right. like, the CDC is behind this. Right. And then now they're the gold standards for, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's yeah. the bigger of a scoundrel you are in this system, the higher you rise. Exactly, exactly. The the most evil gets you attracts to to the top, right? That's how you know they're all in a satanic cult. Exactly. The, the more ritualistic sacrificing you do, right? The higher up you rise in this cult. Right, right, exactly. It's truly amazing. It's really a Satan's world, as they say, right? I know. Uh, scary stuff. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that's maybe one of the silver linings in all of this, honestly, is I, I do believe, you know, that um, that ultimately when we start winning these lawsuits and stuff, that it's really going to start to break down this um, this vaccine uh, agenda and expose it for what it is. I mean, it, it's born out of eugenics. I mean, what is yes. it? Bill Gates, Bill Gates' father, I think it was, um, was a eugenicist. His wasn't it his mother yes, that his, his created father. Planned Parenthood or his uh, father? No, his father, I believe, was a lawyer for the Rockefellers and was right. was also aligned with Margaret Sanger. Isn't that her name? Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, right? that um, with Planned Parenthood. And again, like the whole abortion thing is is very I don't like abortion because I believe it's a spiritual thing. I believe it goes back into sacrificing your firstborn. But I also know it's not my karma. And right. And, and I also don't know. Did she maybe get raped by her uncle? Will the baby kill her if she gives birth? Will the baby be born with, you know, autoimmune diseases and live a miserable life? I, I, so though and, and also I also like to think, too, because the Republicans love to talk about getting their freedoms violated. It's like. It's like, cool, guys, I don't like abortion either, but, like, you mm-hmm. can't, like, force your beliefs on these women. This is their karma. They have free will. It says in your Bible we all have free will. So when right. you're trying to violate her right to do what she wants with her body and her child's body, which, again, I don't like, but it's not my karma. It's not my will. It's mm-hmm. hers, and you're now you're, you're, you're enforcing impositions on people which you don't like. You don't like people making you wear a mask. You don't like people destroying your freedom of speech. You don't like people fucking with your gun laws. Think right. about that. Like So that's a really weird uh, subject for me too. But um, we all know that Planned Parenthood was designed and created uh, for um, you know cultural genocide in the black community. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, and the and blacks it, are speaking out about it. Yeah, yeah, and it moves into this place of being almost a, like you said, like a ritualistic child sacrifice type of, you know, thing that, uh, and, and that's the thing about abortion, it is, it's so, it's such a uh, touchy subject, and it's so, there's such a fine line between, like, whether or not it's okay or not, because of the fact that it's been turned into this uh, you know, this, this method of, um, yeah, like basically, you know, child sacrifice in a sense. And, 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 and this idea that, you know, that it can be used as a form of, of, uh, you know, birth control or that there's nothing wrong with it. Like there is a fine line between situations where it might be considered acceptable or not, but 
but to make it something that should just be totally, you know, a-okay to just, you know, murder, you know, babies up until they're almost ready to be born at nine months. Like that's insanity. That is pure insanity. Yes. Well, again, you know, and I've been saying for a long time, I believe that like, you know, you have the, we have all these oil spills. We've been seeing oil spills since we were little kids, right? I think that these are ritualistic ceremonies. I believe that. If it happens two or three times, you spilled some oil, okay, cool. But it's happened like three dozen times since I was a little kid. And what does it do? It destroys all this sea life. It, it gets, you know, the coral. It, it, and it makes every, you know, everybody sick in the area. And what now they've got these like raging infernos burning in the middle of the ocean right now. Have right. you seen that? God, actually, I you know I haven't uh, seen that. I think I heard something about that, but is is it like out of control right now? I got to look into. Yeah, that. it's like there's like freaking like volcanoes, like literally out of the ocean, like spewing out of the seawater, out wow, in the middle of the crazy. ocean. Well, yeah, I, that's a whole nother a whole nother topic too. Something that I feel we really need to start being prepared for is um, extreme. And it's already happening, like you said. I mean, extreme weather events of all crazy sorts. And, you know, and a lot of people might not believe this, but I'm sure you probably do. But, you know, that the, our government, they've been they've been uh, in the business of uh, figuring out how to manipulate the weather for decades. Yes. With, um, electromagnetic frequency yes. uh, and um, the chemtrails. And they can actually steer hurricanes. They can create, you know, they do the cloud seeding. Yep. They can, yeah, they can geoengineering. actually. Yeah, geoengineering. Harp. That's the term. Yes, and the harp. And they use electromagnetic frequency, like uh, where they can actually drop water bombs. This is something that they've done. I'm, I guarantee you they've done this in Hawaii where we've had, was it, I think it was last year, on the North Shore, we had um, th- th- there was like 52 inches of rain that dumped in like a two-hour period, which is absolutely phenomenal. Insane. And yeah, and some of this science that I've looked at in the past, I've actually seen where they can take water molecules and they can actually keep them suspended through uh, electromagnetic frequencies. They can actually steer these uh, these seeded clouds using these electromagnetic frequencies. And then when they turn off the frequency, it causes all of those droplets to coalesce into like basically like a water bomb that just dumps massive amounts of water wherever they want. And I, I can guarantee you, I, I feel I'm totally convinced that's what they did. And, uh, you know, the, they've been trying to and, and a lot of times, you know, they want to like flush out certain areas or they'll use manufactured uh, fires, you know, to, yeah. to try to move like California. Mm hmm. Well, here's yes. here's the really crazy thing with this whole climate change agenda, right? So I flew yeah. into Australia like you know twenty years ago. I got deported, so I knew back then Australia was a police state. Um, Australia is clearly a extremely leftist liberal uh, country, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the Australia fires go off, you know, and and what do the leftists and liberals love to talk about all the time? Climate change. I I now live in Washington, the Pacific Northwest. And the whole West Coast is very blue. And what are they always talking about? Climate change, right? So you look at all these fires that have been erupting the last couple of years, and all these idiots can say is climate change, climate change, climate yeah, change. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, and they're finding arsonists in both the Australian fires and the fires in the West Coast. But these people want to believe in climate change so bad 
that they don't care if there's arsonists. It's climate change. But here's the thing is how come all these other states weren't affected by fires and this and that, right. you know, exactly. and, and so, you know, you got like uh, these people that are, are telling you climate change, but who does it benefit when 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 they pass all these laws? It only benefits right. the elites. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. I lived in Los Angeles. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. We were always in a drought. Right. The L.A. River. They could have had a water refinery off the L.A. River to catch gray wash water. They could have let us have rain catchment systems there, but they made them illegal for some reason in a, in a place, a desert where there's a drought. For some reason, they made them illegal. I, I assume it's because, you know, water and power wanted all the money for, you know, that they were going to get for the droughts. And then you got people like, you know, uh, what's his name? Al Gore talking about an inconvenient truth. The planet's running out of water yet in Hawaii, where I live for five years. It's right. dumping rain. And in the Pacific yeah. Northwest, it's dumping rain. We live on a blue planet. It's like, it's there, just constant yeah, fear we, porn. It is. We're, we're not running out of anything. Water. None of the, this, this, yeah. this poverty consciousness that this, this globe has is like this, 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 this need for lack or need to believe in lack. It's fucking foolish. You know, when I did organic farming in Kauai, uh, yeah. it was like, constantly growing year-round right we could yeah. have agriculture all over the planet there's no such fucking thing as lack there what there mm -hmm. is is a bunch of greedy motherfuckers that are playing games with the climate and and financial systems and medical systems and education systems they're manipulating all this data and all of our resources to make us believe that there's a lack and that oh, it's, it's because of all of you people in the population, yet these guys all control the, the production of chemicals and and all this stuff that's destroying the earth. But it's all right. our fault and, and we fall for it. It's I want to be mad at the government, but the, the longer this shit show goes, it seems like I'm getting more and more mad at the people. The people. Yeah, well, I know. Well, fear, fear is the currency of control. And so what they do is they create this sense of scarcity, this idea that there's not enough space on the earth for all the people. There's not enough food. There's not enough oil. Oil's going to run out. The water's going to run out. Oh, climate change, this and that. It's all just to keep that fear factor going so that they can, uh, you know, so that they can um, push their, what they need is they need global problems that they push into the faces of the people so that they can give that, give us their global solution. Yeah. And all it is, is, uh, you know, more and more globalism, which is the new world order. It's yes. the one world government. And that's, that's what the United Nations is all about is creating this one world government with total centralized power, you know, coming from the, the most wealthy, you know, in uh, people that that control all of this stuff. The monarchs. And, uh, the monarchs, right? Exactly. And and, and, so and Vatican. They, yeah, that's how they do it, though. They keep the people believing that you know that we have global problems that only a global solution can fix. And and of course, you know, they they're the ones with all the answers, but they also are the ones that created the problem in the minds of the people. And and essentially, none of these problems are even real. It's all perceived threats that they use propaganda to make people believe in, you know, the television and 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 just, uh, yeah, just the, the pushing of this, you know, climate change agenda. And then, of course, you know, they're able to manipulate the weather. And so as soon as you see, you know, oh, there's these fires, you know, oh, my gosh, or these hurricanes and, yep, it's uh, it's climate change. 
little do they know, you know, that they can manufacture this stuff. And, and, uh, and I think that, yeah, like uh, the fires and stuff like that too, is really, um, an, an effort for them to clear out certain areas yes. so that they can, so that they can move people into their smart cities. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I think, um, at the end of the day with like New York and California, the way that they've been clearing out California and the way that, that you know, the, the citizens of New York have been fleeing. I believe yeah. that the elites want New York and California as their, their hubs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they get rid of all these houses. They burn people out of their houses and homes. And, yeah. oh, my God, it's climate change. And, and now there's this massive real estate market open. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got then you got people giving Bill Gates money so he can buy up all the farmland to produce his fake meat and and make us eat insects and shit like that. Oh, right. You know what I heard today? <laughs> I heard good news. I heard that that uh, Microsoft had a contract with the FBI, and for some reason, uh, the FBI just terminated the contract with Bill Gates today. And then, oh, yeah. And then I was browsing through um, Instagram again and I saw Boris Johnson of the UK tyrannical ass Boris Johnson walking through this crowd of people and they were throwing bottles and food and and water on him and I was (laughs) just like oh my god yes this is amazing like people are getting fed up with this freaking globalist leftist garbage uh, it's about time. I know, right? Like the pie in the face with Bill Gates. That was one of the most satisfying Epic. things I've ever seen. That was a long time ago, though. He definitely deserves deserves that again. That's for sure. Oh, he deserves more than that. More than that, right? He deserves, yeah, gosh, let's not even say it, but at least prison. <laughs> so you're, uh, you're on Kauai, right? Yes, yes. Where I'm do you live Kauai. at in Kauai? What, what city? Um. I'm on the east side in Kapa'a. Okay, yeah, I, I used to live yeah. in the homesteads up there. Oh, um, did you? Yeah. So yeah. you're in Washington now, though, but you said you lived here for five years? I lived in Kauai for three and a half, then I lived on Maui for a little over a year. Oh, cool. And I did That's I cool. did agriculture on both islands on the side of tattooing and landscaping, and I raced canoes. I paddled for Hanalei Bay and, and then um, right. Pu'uvai in Maui. And, right. and, and working with the, the land over there, and I drank the, the the ayahuasca medicine a few times while I was there too. Wow. Hawaii, because I grew up in a shitty city. I grew up in Los Angeles and in bad neighborhoods and all that shit. Mm. When right. I moved to Hawaii, what Hawaii did was is I used to talk to the plants and the herbs and the vegetables when I would like garden and landscape. Like I would always talk to nature, right? And right. when I left, and because I, I traveled for like sixteen months before I moved to Washington, I just traveled everywhere and tattooed all over the country. Um, what I realized was, holy shit, the whole time I was talking to these plants, they were talking back to me and I didn't realize. And, and what I'd learned was natural law. Like the plants literally through electromagnetics went through my fingertips into my soul and taught me natural law. And, um, it's, uh, the islands were amazing for that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we, yeah, that's the thing. Like we are, we really are all electromagnetic beings. Everything in this life is all about vibration. And that's why when you have these, you know, psychopaths trying to play God with, 
you know, using electromagnetic frequencies to create weather or like this 5G stuff yeah. that's totally disrupting the natural functions of human beings and the birds and the bees and, and interfering with, you know, with natural law and yeah. life in general. It's really, it's really a, a disruption to our electromagnetic, our connection and our vibration with source energy that is God, you know? So like, so it, it really is like, um, yeah, them trying to play God and trying to control and, you know, re and, and move us into a, a place of like being able to be fully like controlled through you know, frequencies and yes. electronics and this whole digital prison they want to put us in. I mean, all of this is really about moving us into being sort of cyborgs. I mean, well, they they tried the, the, the prison with with finances and what happened? Somebody invented cryptocurrency. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and so and I've tried to look at both the positives and negatives of cryptocurrency because I'm like, well, fuck, now they can just track every dollar we spend with cryptocurrency, you know, digital. But then again, mm -hmm. like, you got people like, what was his name? John McAfee that was really into cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. and he was an outlaw. He was, like, traveling all over, running from the government and all this stuff, and he was a big supporter of cryptocurrency um, right. because it wasn't uh, it didn't have anything to do with the Federal Reserve, which, you know, is now what they're printing endless sums of money, which is right. only going to make you know, inflation happen and, oh, yeah. and, you know, and then our dollars aren't going to be worth anything. And you got all these idiots thinking that they're going to, you know, they want free money from the government and I need this and I need that. And it's like, no, you're the, they blame capitalism, but like, we're not in a, like an actual capitalistic society. We're in a crony capitalist society. We're in a communist capitalist society. Right, right. Only the people at the top have a stronghold, which is why during COVID Walmart, Safeway, Amazon, Amazon and all right. these people could stay open, but the little guy couldn't because it's a communist capitalist society and they're trying it out. And what happens is you lose your business, you lose your home, you lose it. And now there's a massive real estate. And then what happens with that is the real estate market plunges. And now you can buy real estate for pennies on the dollar. And they do this in the stock market all the time. Yeah. And, and somebody will come out and they'll say, oh, this stock is horrible. Like Elon Musk does it and it crashes. And then all these people buy it all up. And then nine months later, it fucking skyrockets. And that's what they were doing during COVID with the real estate. And, and that was yeah. what I said from the gate. And I'm like, and I'm not even a financial advisor. I'm just somebody with a lot of street smarts, common sense, who pays attention to natural law and my surroundings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so true. And I, you know, I, I just got to mention something you said a while back about um, New York and California for the real estate, you know, like how and even Hawaii, the same thing, too. And all three of those states are, are high. They're they're totally blue Democrat run. Right. Yeah. And if you look at all of that, you connect all the dots and you see like all the same sort of thing with the covid and like they're the three states where they've really tried to implement these vaccine passports and get Hawaii was one of them. Yeah, yeah, Hawaii's New York and, and California. Yeah, exactly. The three of them. And like same thing over here too. We've had we've seen so many small businesses go under, so many people leave. And meanwhile, we got Zuckerberg over here. I was just about to ask you about him. Six hundred more acres of land over here. What and a fucking uh, scumbag. You know, yeah, and the, the Hawaiian people, I mean, sadly, I feel like they must have been bought off because there was a lot of controversy about him buying that land because the, that land is actually, you know, um, owned by Hawaiians, but he was about to take them to court because it was like considered unclaimed land 
And, uh, and then of course the Hawaiian community made a big uproar about it. So he, you know, he pulled back, but now all of a sudden he's got 600 more acres and you can't help but wonder who got paid, you know, somebody got paid. And now he can have his, and, his tech yeah. satanic, uh, parties over there on, on, right. on sacred Hawaiian land. It's crazy. And then, yeah. And then I, I you know, I, I also can't help but, but, uh, I know that, uh, our mayor over here too rubs shoulders with Zuckerberg. So you know, he plays, he's playing a big part in, in, in the agenda for sure. The so. the mayor of Hawaii was always on some weird, or Kauai was always on some weird shit though. Like I remember when they did the, um, uh, uh, March against Monsanto. I forget what it was called exactly. Um, yeah. For the, the GMO. Um, yeah. The, the I, I was there for that. Hawaii. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And they were mad at that. The, 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 the mayor over there was, I forget his name at the time. I wonder if it's a, still the same guy. It might've been the, it might've been on Maui, but I don't no, know. No, no. It was, it was on Kauai because. Oh, on Kauai. Derek Kawakami. Does that sound like No, the, I think it was the yeah, guy before him. Must've been before. Oh, Bernard Carvalho used to be the, the mayor. Before. Yeah. He had like a Spanish last name, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carvalho. That's Spanish. And he used to always wear his Hawaiian shirts with his lays. Oh, I was yeah. like, what a fucking <laughs> scumbag actor, dude. And, like know. this motherfucker's trying to act like he's a proud Hawaiian for the people. Oh, I just gotta. And then that's what the left loves. They don't like authenticity. They love actors because they were yeah. raised on television. So. Right. It, right. It, I know. Yeah, it's a, it's all about, well, that's the whole thing about being a politician, you know, is that you, it's a, it's, it's about getting the most people to like you. And so you're never going to be totally authentic and truthful, right? Because that being authentic and truthful doesn't, doesn't get you votes, right? <laughs> so it, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky, the whole thing with politics, very, very tricky. So I saw this video of you the other day and you were driving by, I believe it was the mayor's house. And goes, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> what's that? What was that all about? Oh yeah. So, uh, well on July 4th, we did, uh, we did like a, a caravan drive for independence, uh, part of a, part of a, uh, like a statewide effort. There was other, there was other groups on the other islands that were, you know, um, driving through the airport to, to protest some of this, uh, Bad legislation that just recently got uh, got um, passed in Hawaii that kind of steals more land from the Hawaiians and that sort of thing. But but we were just we were just out there to yeah you know to to uh, drive for medical freedom and we decided to go cruise by the mayor's house and uh, um, it was a lot of fun. We definitely got some uh, some backlash from some of his neighbors though, not being too happy about us blaring our horns through their neighborhood but it needs hey, to be done needs because, to be done. Hey, yeah he needs to understand i mean at this point like we're at a place now where it has been 16 months and they have continued um the governor has continued to issue these supplemental proclamations stating that certain laws are suspended um and 16 months of suspending laws and some of these laws are laws that protect the people's right to have a say in the policymaking process and to, yeah. for us to meet with our politicians in person and to gather in larger groups and to actually be present at like a board of education meeting so that we can face these people and they, you know, they can hear our concerns in person and it's ridiculous. And it, like, we're so done and fed up. And so that's our next big protests that we're going to do on monday we are going to our county building and we are going to protest and demand that they agree to a town hall meeting so that we can 
speak to our politicians, to the mayor and these people in person, you know, and, and finally get down to the nitty gritty. Like we, you know, are, we are not going to just put up with them continuing this COVID insanity for a whole nother school year. And there's really absolutely no reason. Hawaii is the only state that still has a mask mandate. In fact, I think we're the only state that has any COVID re- restrictions at all. As yeah, they're far running as it like Canada over there. That's what people are like, are you going to move back to Hawaii? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. there's no way. I know, exactly. At this point, right, it's just ridiculous. So, yeah, so that's that's where we're at. And, uh, and you know, um, oh, yeah, earlier I was going to say that I was going to go back to mentioning about the uh, lawsuit that we have pending so this will be the next thing. The, the next thing that happens for our organization um, is that we had filed uh, um, last year in a state court because our Hawaii state law actually has a section. Um, so concerning when it comes to emergency declarations, mm-hmm. um, the the emergency statute has a section that clearly states that any state of emergency automatically expires after 60 days. And that, you know, there is nowhere in there, you know, that gives the governor the authority to just basically be a dictator for as long as he wants to claim there's an emergency. And that's what's been happening is that he keeps issuing these so-called supplemental proclamations to kind of keep adding on and saying, oh, there's still an emergency, still an emergency. But it's in total violation of our Hawaii state law. And it says, you know, after 60 days, it automatically expires. And um, and there's a reason for that. And I know. for Yeah, I know for a fact that our legislature wrote it that way, because if if there is no limitation on his power, then that gives him the authority. Yeah, exactly. And he can just keep, you know, as long as he wants to claim there's an emergency, he gets to have the power to make the laws and suspend other laws. And, you know, so we're living under total tyranny. I mean, it is it's the definition of tyranny where you have the power of the legislature and the judiciary and executive all in the hands of one person, that is tyranny. Yes. And yeah. So, so our lawsuit is in uh, the intermediate uh, court of appeals right now, because of course the lower court judge ruled in favor of the state, you know, she was appointed by the governor. So not surprising. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, but we are really, really hopeful that we actually are going to get a win on this because we have already seen other states, I believe it was Wisconsin. Um, I think there's another one and possibly was it, I think it was Pennsylvania. I can't remember for sure now, but there was a couple states where the, the same issue came up. And what it is, is it's a total violation of the separation of powers doctrine of our constitution. All blue states. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is though. It's it's so common to be seeing this stuff in the blue states. I mean, that's you know, take it for what it is, but it's something to be said there. And yeah, it's about time that uh, we put an end to Dr. King Ige's reign of terror. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I mean. well, like with you guys going and you honking in his neighborhood and pissing his neighbors off, it's like, yeah, well, political correctness is done, guys. Sorry, I don't care if we, you know, ruin your right. barbecue. You know, you're sitting here. What are you breaking bread with the fucking mayor when we're not here honking? <laughs> like, it's like, dude, yeah. wake up! Like, people need to be egging this yeah. guy's house, and you know, 
throwing right. bags of shit lit on fire on his doorstep. <laughs> you know, something needs to be done. I'm not something saying be violent, but I hear you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. And here's the thing, too, is like, and I've said this several times. It's like, you know, five, six, seven years ago, you didn't want to get into conspiracies. You didn't want to believe in corruption, which is what conspiracies are, and just people paying attention to corruption throughout history. That's what conspiracies are. We're historians. We we keep a ledger while you guys watch fucking Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson lie to you about science. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, the Disney Channel, you know, and all that stuff. You guys are just fascinated by media and the news and the fear porn. We're keeping a ledger. We're paying attention to what's been happening throughout history to humanity and why all of our rights are being stripped away and the trickery of the people in power. If you wanted to believe five, six, seven years ago that conspiracies didn't exist or you didn't want to look into it, you knew it was happening, but you didn't want to see it or you wanted right. to ignore it or you didn't want to face your fears, it was fine back then. Well, guess what COVID-19 did? It showed up on your fucking doorstep. So if you want to keep turning a blind eye to it, don't be surprised when you're like, oh, my God, how did this happen? Right. Nobody told me time? about this. I didn't know. It's like, dude, everybody's yeah. got a conspiracy theorist family member talking right. crazy shit, yep. you know, during the holidays at a family gathering. And you guys chose to ignore your loved ones yep. and listen to CNN or Fox News. Yes, I know. I Yeah, that would be me. I, I got to tell you, though, I will say that there's been – some a lot of a lot of vindication for me this yes, past year because there's too. quite a few people who have turned around and said, "Hey, you know what? You were right." Or what's and, going um, on? <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion. People that used to yeah. make so many people yeah. did that with me. I, I mean, I chased right. away clients, friends, family members, and all yeah. of a sudden, these people started coming back a few months right. into coronavirus or like right after it dropped. What do you think about this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, this is the NWO. Right. They're, they're trying Trump. to they're going to take your shit. It's called Agenda 21. I heard about it 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. And I know. They're going to start forcing vaccines and people like me might wind up in FEMA camps. Yes, that's the next big thing I'm worried about. I, what was it? Uh, uh, what is her name again? The uh, press secretary for the Biden, though, saying something about how their new campaign is to go door to door now. Yeah. To get, the, get the unvaccinated vaccinated. Like I dare you to try to come to my house and try to uh, stick a needle in my arm. That's not yeah, that's, gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna go very far. No, they're not gonna get too far with that one. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, but it's scary, and you know, and I laugh about it. But honestly, I mean, it really is something to be um, worried about because we really are getting to a place now where this, you know, this concept of uh, you know bodily autonomy and freedom of choice in our medical decisions is just being completely stripped of us and you know systematically brainwashed out of the population and you know and it's like unless people get brave and really you know take a stand against it like we're just you know moving further and further to a place where we're not going to even be able to get into a grocery store unless you you know can prove that you got vaccinated and that's that's crazy stuff but i mean i don't really want to even entertain that i don't think they're ever going to really be able to pull something like that off i don't either yeah. And that's another reason why, too, I want to get out of Washington. I'm thinking about leaving in a few months. I want to go again, not a Republican, but I want to go to a red state because in red states, you always yeah. have a lot of ex-military that, lo and behold, doesn't trust the government they worked for. They all want to have their gun rights. 
They none of them want to have to be forced to wear masks or get vaccinated. And they're just like, no, we're not. No, no government. Sorry, guys. And and so. We need less government, more personal choice. I agree. I'm I'm. Well, I've been in Hawaii my whole life, and, you know, this place is near and dear to my heart, of course, so part of me is like, I got to try to fight to restore freedom and bring justice here just because, you know, it's just, I got to do it, Um, but... um, but I will tell you, at times, I, I'm starting to consider places like Texas or Florida, and we'll see how things pan out in the next few years. But I'm going to keep the fight going for Hawaii because somebody's got to do it. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's not an easy thing to do, especially no. in a place like Hawaii where the, it's such a small community. And, you know, I definitely get a lot of heat from people because I don't just go along to get along. And uh, so I understand it's hard for a lot of people to uh, take that kind of stance, you know, and be willing to, you know, take one for the team or, 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 you know, lose their job possibly, or, you know, risk their reputation, especially in a small community. But it's like, if we don't do it, if we don't do that now, what are we leaving for our children? You know, we're just this uh, Hawaii is practically communist China. I mean, I just, yeah, I have somebody that we're adding to our lawsuit that came over to the Island. I don't know if you saw that video I did with him, but I interviewed him on Instagram, and he his story is insane. He came here having gotten a COVID test that was negative, but because it was like the wrong provider, it was the wrong, he got it at the wrong place, they wouldn't accept it. They forced him to go into a hotel with a GPS tracking bracelet. They told him if he talked to his family, he'd be arrested. If he left the perimeter, he'd be arrested. They, um, I mean, and, and on top of this, he had to pay for all of this himself out of his own pocket yeah. and he was negative. He had no COVID and there's no proof or reason for them to justify locking him up. Like he's some kind of public health threat. And, you know, and, and this is just total communism. I mean, it's total, it's, it's tyrannical insanity. And, uh, that's, you know, if we don't get a grip on it now, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. 100%. But, right. It's... Yeah. So. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, so yeah, I I do have uh somebody else I gotta go uh talk to. Yeah, if but... you wanna plug yourself or, or like just give your information. Okay. So people can yes. follow you or, or or watch your videos on Instagram. Totally. Yes, I appreciate that. Um, so I'm on Instagram at For Our Rights Kauai, and there's an underscore between each of those words. Um, For Our Rights Kauai. And uh, my website is forourrights.org, and uh, it's got all kinds of good resources on there. You can check out all of, like, the uh, different legal actions that we're taking. Like I said, we've got several lawsuits, and then we've got the big one that we're drafting right now with uh, the help of Make Americans Free Again. So we really appreciate donations because it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of legal stuff and a lot of money involved in that, but... uh, we're going to get there and we got uh, some of the top attorneys. So, you know, we're doing this for, for humanity, for the world. And when we win, everybody wins. We've got to expose this evil agenda and, you know, make these criminals pay for what they've done to the people. So we appreciate the support. I'm going to say one last thing before you go. We're in spiritual warfare, right? Yes. So, you know, and I accepted, dude, you may die. You know what I mean? But as long mm-hmm. as you die defending love, healing, and truth, you know what I mean? So yes. we're in a battle. 
We're defending love, healing, and truth, natural law, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, to add to that too is right. Like, you know, like I said earlier, if you're, if you live in your life in fear of what might happen, you, you might die, whatever, you know, are you truly living? And, you know, that uh, to never forget that, you know, that our connection to God is where our personal authority comes from. We need to tap into that and remember that nobody has a higher authority over you and your body and your life than you or God, you know, and uh, tap into that. And that's where you find that courage to face these people that want to try to tell you you don't have rights. Yep. Levana, right? thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I will send you uh, a link to the to the podcast as soon as it's posted. Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. To share that and hear it. It was really great. Thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yes. We'll you too. We'll stay we'll in touch. Stay into it. Yeah. Okay, Jeremy, have a good night. You too. Good luck out there with everything. Yeah, you bet. Aloha. All right. Aloha. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was another fire ass episode of Esoteric Gladiator. And I'm trying to get good guests on here. People to like give you some awareness of your rights and your freedoms. And I'm going to continue to do that and continue to try and seek out really good people and continue to talk about the really strange and weird things going on the planet. I know sometimes in my podcast, I repeat myself. Oh, well, man, if, if I'm wrong, let me know. If you like my podcast, give me five star uh, review, maybe leave leave a comment saying that you like my podcast if you don't like my podcast leave me a review about how you don't like it if you have anybody that you think would be good on my podcast get a hold of me on instagram esoteric gladiator podcast at esoteric gladiator podcast and uh, shoot me uh, uh you know you, who you want to come on my podcast if they'll come on if you think that they'd be a good guest i appreciate you guys for listening love healing and truth mind body and spirit i'm out